and welcome to ICT for D Conference Podcast. My name is Sonia Ritzel from CRS and I'm interviewing experts for you to talk about digital development trends, innovations, and good practice. Today I have a special episode for you about ICT priorities for 2021 and beyond from my recent interviews with CIOs and IT directors at Oxford Intermon, ActionAid, IRE, Global Fund, DI Global, SOS Children, Villages and CRS. To get us started, hear from Carl Lowe, the CIO at Catholic Relief Services, about his IT roadmap and priorities. The way I think about the roadmap for IT is really in this, what I call five focus areas, what I call the high five. And the high five really is around, number one, resource mobilization, because if you're not bringing in resources, then you can't do anything to help the people in most in need. So you've got to start with resource mobilization. Number two is really supporting the mission. And supporting the mission is what we do day in and day out, what my colleagues do around the world and helping the the world's most vulnerable people really to pull themselves up and help them work through the many different issues that they have to deal with. And then reducing costs is number three. Reducing costs, sure, I can think about reducing IT costs, but it's really reducing costs for the agency and thinking about it more broadly. Those are the top three of the five, and those are what everything is built upon. The last two kind of support these three, and the last two are reducing risk. In other words, if we have a lot of risk in the technology area, then we're not able to do the great work that we do supporting the mission and bringing in resources. So we've got to look at risk from a very broad perspective. And then the fifth one is really overall developing the team. And the team is more broad than just IT. It's really how do we develop the people in the agency to be able to deliver in the most effective manner. Thank you, Carl. Resource mobilization and developing the team has been also highlighted by Rosa Cortada, the CIO at Oxfam Intermom. We are going to focus in create and deliver for countries um, a grants management system that allows us to be more effective. And in the second hand, so make our IT team stronger in terms of how we are able to deliver projects more quickly, more efficiency. That means emphasize or create capacities or skills in our teams that we don't have, especially moving from water flow way of working to scrum and agile ways of working. This is our main focus right now. Our main priorities are to innovate in the way we relate with our collaborators, but also to digitalize and find efficiencies in our processes. The plan takes into account introducing culture uh, of change towards innovation, especially in our programs in the field, towards building capacities in our staff. And finally, in strengthening our new technologies knowledge to allow us to innovate. Similar to CRS and Oxfam Intermon, also SOS Children's Villages International Director of ICT, Thomas Rubacher, focuses on resource mobilization and resource planning. The key priority currently is a very 
traditional one, I would say. Uh, it's it's setting up and uh, introducing our global ERP system and our new global program management system. And of course, going into more innovative projects in fundraising always, uh, also where we, of course, have to search for innovation in order to increase the funds we need. This is uh, maybe a, a very big chunk uh, of our future work, of our future budget. On top of this, uh, some initiatives which are running in, in the field, yeah, which have to do with educating, uh, so to say, or supporting our caretakers better, with homeschooling possibilities for children, and of course, uh, also in the secretariat and in our national office, we have the challenge, so to say, that uh, with all these lockdowns and, and home office, we have to equip and to have to train people uh, in a different way, uh, so that can work virtually better that they have the equipment for this, that they are trained for this kind of virtual meetings, virtual events. So there's really a lot to do in the, in the year ahead. Uh, we reached uh, a really good level already in most offices, uh, but we are not yet there where we want to be. And so we created a known special project called New Ways of Working, where we will further improve, so to say, in 2021 uh, on these issues. Yeah. And Michael Johnson, the CIO at the Global Fund, also shared with us even more detailed plans for supporting remote operations and the digital workplace. So the coming year has a big question mark in front of it in terms of what one could reasonably expect. In that context, we have identified several key priorities, of which I'll, I'll mention four of them that we will on a regular basis, check in to ensure that they are still valid, right? So the first one is to continue effective remote operations in anticipation of an extended COVID-19 implication. So, you know, underpinning our activities in 2021 will be a sustained focus on ensuring that all our staff can work effectively. These are twofold. One, ensuring our critical business systems and functions work reliably and effectively and two, making sure that all our workforce can access all our systems and applications virtually. Two, continue improvements to core operational systems, especially in our grant management and supply operations. As in any year, we do have operational improvements that need to be reflected within our systems, and this year was, was particularly challenging. We had to be quite agile in our ability to accommodate the required um, adjustments to account for our response to COVID-19 alongside the usual improvements. And in 2021, I would expect a similar flexibilities until the pandemic is fully under control. Third is supporting in-country IT capabilities through access to innovation, digital technologies, and partnerships. In seeking to deliver on this priority will include support in-country IT capabilities and needs. Uh, we as an IT function in conjunction with our private sector team will work with technology partners such as MasterCard, Google, Microsoft, Rockefeller Foundation to identify ways to tackle the challenges in countries that could benefit from access to additional technology resources. Through 2021, these relationships will continue to be leveraged to provide countries with a range of technology options driven and determined by country strategies and needs. And finally, around digital workplace and IT infrastructure. So internally and beyond the COVID-19, well, we will continue with infrastructure improvements and the evolution of our digital workplace environment. Uh, we realize that the future of work will most likely look different to previous years. 
and we will ensure that the digital workplace architecture uh, that will support adjustments to whatever the new ways of working is determined to be. In other words, we must be set up for this in 2021. And of course, remote and digital working has its own set of risks, challenges, and opportunities. More about this from Marco Vandenberg, CIO at IRI, the International Rice Research Institute. If you look at the graph of uptake of video conferencing, it is very similar to the initial exponential curve of the COVID-19 infections. It was just amazing in how far people took that on. What I would also like to remark, though, is that there have also been a number of occasions where the fragmentation in online tools is really a problem. We have folks that use product X, Y, and Z. We've had the issues with one of the larger platforms in terms of security. Incompatibilities between these platforms are enormous. Uh, They seem to be here to stay, although many years ago, a lot of us idealistic folks thought that standards such as uh, the, the H standards and the SIP standard were going to give us interoperability. That, that really hasn't happened. And one of the most negative experiences that we have had is the one that employees start uh, using a lot of shadow IT in terms of uh, using their own often social media-derived uh, collaboration platforms, which are sometimes really, really good, but sometimes also uh, really, really inappropriate because they don't fit into a security framework that you need to have as an organization. So I see tremendous opportunities for future interoperability between these platforms. I'm still partially idealistic that way. And and we have to be very careful about fragmenting our user base in, in very many ways. We have to be very careful in, in not creating sort of like a, a monoculture of one or more very large products of, of, of these companies. So absolutely building the infrastructure around open standards, about around interoperability and around neutrality is something that is incredibly important. Thanks, Marco. My next expert, Priscilla Chamba-Kinoa, Head of Digital and Technology at ActionAid, also stresses the importance of cybersecurity and furthermore shares how the COVID pandemic led to strategic changes within their organization and their IT teams. As soon as this crisis started, we had to prioritize IT security. And when I talk about IT security, both internally and externally, so looking at things like making sure VPNs are in place for our finance staff to work securely really quickly. We're in 45 countries, so it was more these things are in place. Can we check that everybody's working securely, firewalls, antivirus, and so on and so forth. But even looking at IT security externally. So in the program work that we're doing, are we making sure that the people we're working with are safe? Are we making sure that they understand the security implications of moving online? We work in communities around the world where we work with children, we work with activists, we work with movements and all sorts of actors who are working to defend human rights. So we have to understand that as they move more and more online, what are the implications? What are the risks? So how do we make sure that we are not just protecting our internal investments, our IT securities in-house, 
but also having that responsibility towards the people that we work with. Yeah, we hear um, data security and just the secure use of digital technology and working online is really the top priority generally, but even more this year. As you were talking about um, different key priorities, how has that impacted your IT roadmap, particularly sort of looking ahead now? So I think the biggest impact we've seen for us is adjusting the way that we work. So this means the technology team no longer work simply as the technology team. We have to create multidisciplinary teams in order to get the results we need. We need to rely on technology. So this no longer becomes, we will design our program and then we will call the IT guys. This becomes the IT guys have to lead if we're to get this right. But then again, we don't have all the technical competencies to understand the campaigns and advocacy and how this works. So it means that the technology future for us, at least in ActionAid, won't just be people who studied IT or computer science. Our team will have to stretch and expand to include subject matter experts from many different parts of the organization until we get to a stage where those demarcations become very, very blurred and very fluid. So an IT person should be able to speak whatever language program people speak, and program people should confidently be able to articulate themselves in what traditionally would be considered IT gibberish or geek speak. And speaking about strategic changes, my last question is for Bobby Jefferson, CTO at DAI Global. Obviously, the technologies are there, and uh, we're seeing now a bigger use of those technologies also in the NGO and international development community. But how do you see that influencing our digital strategies or our priorities? What do you see as trends? Thank you. So uh, USAID has published its digital strategy. Um, DFID, which F FCDO, has also published its digital strategy. So those who are implementing partners or working with donors, even Global Fund and others, they have a, all everyone, you know, WHO, each of them are, are embracing digital and digital transformation. So what's needed then, and, and not just in health, across agriculture, education, and as you heard from the other podcasts um, as well. So the, the question then becomes, how do you then make decisions, strategic decisions, around investments in digital? If you're an NGO or you're a partner community, who is that person within the organization? And so what I try to help mentor some of the groups is to think about having a chief technology officer or digital officer at the executive level within the organization. So and what that will then help you think about is not just what your digital strategy is, but how to retain staff, how to have a career for digital individuals, how to apply digital internally, whether or not you're working on grants, whether or not you're, you're managing staff, just doing simple things like signing documents together, you know, electronically. And then of the outward facing one, how are you helping patients or right, community and, and frontline health workers as well? So, you know, for me, this is, it's hugely important for many NGO groups and, and national development community to, to really have within the group at the executive level, not just at the project level, executive level, a person who's thinking about your digital strategy because COVID isn't going away tomorrow or next week. 
And as we said, uh, COVID has helped accelerate the digital transformation. So, so now having both the CEO and the chief technology officer and the, the board really think through a strategy for what does that mean for the next two or three years um, is, is hugely important. It can make a huge difference for those organizations to survive and thrive as we go forward. Thank you. This was our summary on IT trends and priorities. Thank you again to Carl, Rosa, Thomas, Michael, Marco, Priscilla and Bobby for sharing your insights. The full interviews are available on our website, ict4dconference.org. 